This Mindful mini-series is proudly sponsored by Braveface to help encourage conversations about our minds and how money stress can affect our overall well-being. Braveface has a trio of natural herbal products to help you feel calm and manage stress from all angles. They have headrest night drops to help you fall and stay asleep, cool head stress relief spray for moments of overwhelm, and live calm daily capsules for managing long-term stress. In collaboration with Braveface, we've created a resource to help you reduce stress when it comes to your finances. And you can find this by the link in our Instagram bio or in the show notes for this podcast. Oh, and we're live. We are live. In the studio. <laughs> Such so an anti-climax. It's like three, two, one. I've already started recording ages ago. <laughs> Today we have got a guest in the studio. We've got, now I hope I'm going to pronounce this properly. Is it just Kayla Gordon or Gordine? Gordine. Gordine. Yes. So glad I asked. Yeah. Gordine. That would have um, been awkward saying her name wrong the whole time. <laughs> when she came into your house, I thought you said this is um, Taylor. And I was like, oh, oh my God, no. thick. That's so not good. But no, thank goodness. It's like if you're at like a dinner party or like a cocktail party and someone's like, oh, this is uh, this is Sonia. And you're like, it's Sarah. So, it's, it's so funny. You're like, and you're just like, but you're, they're so deep that it's like, oh, when do I, <laughs> when do I like cut in and then just roll? Do you know it? I've got this problem when I introduce people? It doesn't actually matter if it's like my sister or my best friend or my mum. I'm like, huh, um, this is, uh, uh, and I yeah. fully blank. Like yeah. if I was introducing you in some kind of public setting, yeah. I fully forget people's names. It's so annoying. I did that in Queenstown the other day. I introduced this couple and I knew her and then him. I was like, but rusty on the name and I was like this is I was like um this is Louise and <laughs> okay so we've got Kayla in studio I'm so sorry, sorry. that was really rude <laughs> okay so she is a ray of sunshine now I I'm not sure if that you I mean you would have done your research before this interview but Kayla is like a health well-being wealth of knowledge I would say mm-hmm. you were you do you dabble in lots of different areas whether it be singer songwriting wow. or working for Les Mills she's got her own business she is like Wonder does woman. it all yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're really excited to have you in the studio today because we're talking about mental health and our finances and I thought it would be really interesting to talk to someone who has quite a holistic approach to health and well-being and if seeing if that integrates with finances as well so thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here thank you for having me yeah it's exciting in our fabulous <laughs> studio <laughs> yes. 15 minutes to set up this technical beer this morning so thank you for bearing with us of course now when we were doing our research for this interview we saw all of the amazing things that you've done and actually funnily enough the certificate that you did for um, integrated nutrition was something I looked at doing years ago oh, really is it the online it's based in the states it's like a year-long intensive yeah yeah with heaps of different um lecturers and yeah you basically learn like a the fullest variety widest range of holistic health in in every area so it kind of gives you all the tools to be able to go out and help your clients with whatever they want to do it's amazing because I I remember looking at doing it and thinking it looked awesome would that have been kind of the step for you into holistic well-being were you like oh I'm really passionate about this now yeah absolutely so I was with Les Mills and then decided to do personal training with my classes as well and then I wanted to help on a more holistic scale so that's when I deepen my yeah studies and understanding with that and when you say holistic like I know what you mean. <laughs> Vic is a total skeptic so like I'm like good Gawoo. yeah ask <laughs> I'm not skeptic I'm just like no, I, I absolutely love that. And that's what I kind of get frustrated at the doctors. That it's like, okay, here's some medication to solve the issue. It's like, no, no, let's get to the root of the issue, not yes. just 
treat the symptoms like that's what frustrates me the most mm-hmm. and I assume that's kind of what holistic is it's like take looking at all aspects of your life absolutely yeah, yeah that's it looking at the whole and so and looking at the interconnectedness oh, and whole, relationship holistic the whole yeah got it. <laughs> no so like of the two of us just for context Kayla Vic <laughs> is definitely the like I went for a run I'm a finance gal like she's much more like you know like I'm up at six I've read 17 books I'm like more probably like I at one point in my life somehow ended up in like a cult in Mexico doing like yoga and meditation you know I'm definitely the more woo-woo of the two of us I would say yeah um we're like opposite ends of the holistic spectrum (laughs) I think it's all holistic right yeah exactly exactly um but would love to hear just a background of your life so you you mentioned that you work for Les Mills if you've always been really into fitness I looked at your Instagram the other day and it looked like you were squatting like 5,000 kgs I was like oh my god she's amazing (laughs) yeah so I grew up in Auckland the North Shore um and I Grew up in an environment speaking te reo Māori, but my family doesn't speak Māori. Um, so I met uh, my best friend and she came from a kūrakaupapa, which is uh, a Māori-speaking school. And we just connected like straight away. And I was like, I really want to learn, you know, te reo. And so I got into speaking te reo and doing kapahaka. And that's when I found singing and I really... I just loved being on stage and performing and just singing. I was like the token oh. white girl. <laughs> People were like, is she even Māori? Um, I am a little bit. So anyway, but that, that was that. And then from, yeah, high school, I guess I merged into um, doing a year in health science. And then I found Les Mills and I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this. And I could see instructors like traveling the world and teaching and I was like oh my gosh this is my dream like this is my dream so I left university and dove straight into Lesmos world and was traveling and going to LA and doing photo shoots and yeah filming started to roll around and I was I was literally living my dream um and then that kind of merged me into wanting to do some personal training to deepen my understanding about the body and just offer myself in a different way and working with clients and stuff and then that then led into holistic health coaching which is birthed Afina wellness and that's where I run retreats I do workshops and have my one-on-one clients um so I'm only really teaching one class for Les Mills at the moment I'm still involved with their photo shoots um but yeah it's it's really it's taken me on a huge journey and from COVID and lockdowns that's when Afina was born because it was like oh, I can't actually teach physical mm. classes and we're not traveling anymore so I reconsidered what I wanted to do with my life and spend my time so yeah that's kind of come to this place and wow. um, <laughs> you're amazing I feel so inspired Aww, yeah I, I just like can't I mean firstly it's actually ironic because we've got microphones in front of our face right now but I couldn't think of anything worse than having to instruct a exercise class talk and exercise like exercise enough like wastes my breath uses my breath it's like if I go for a run with a friend it's like okay do not talk to me I need every breath I can get like oh yeah you die but you know you just get used to it and so do you weave te reo Māori into your classes at Les Mills into your um, coaching sessions into like all aspects of your work yeah, definitely. Like uh, within Les Mills, I didn't didn't do a whole lot. Like I would say 
little bits and pieces when mm. I was on stage. Um, I guess like having been so involved in Lesmos for so long, I was like, I was just so in it and I, and I wasn't really embracing or um, yeah, speaking a lot of te Māori, I wasn't singing um, or being very creative. I was just like in it, which I loved. And I think it's just, my life has just taken a, a different turn now. So really integrating it and going back to my roots. And I think uh, learning a lot about holistic health and how that ties into Te Whare Tapawha, which is the four pillars of well-being, which is, you know, our, our mind, our, our body, our, our community and our connections and our spiritual connection and our values. So that in a whole, like, is going, is taking me back to Maori culture and the values that are, you know, at the core of um, indigenous cultures. It's all viewed in a holistic sense. And it's like we've come so far in the Western world that we've actually lost touch with that. So that's where Te Reo Maori and, and, and Te Ao Maori, which is the Maori worldview, is really integrated into my work now. You mentioned when you grew up, your family didn't speak Maori. How did you become so connected to that aspect of who you are? Yeah, it's so interesting. Like I, before I knew, before I actually like knew that I was Māori, I just felt such a sense of connectedness to it. And when I started to learn te reo and I went into the bilingual unit, I had no idea that I was Māori until I was, like my mum told me when I was like a teenager and I was like, what? <laughs> like, You're like, that explains it kind of a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, because my name is being Kayla Gordine and my full name is Kayla Atkins Gordine and Atkins is the tie to um, my Māori my Māori side so I spent like I saved up and um, we can go into like my upbringing with money and, and my experience with that but I saved up to pay like I think it was like $350 or something when I was a maybe I don't know 13 or 14 to to do this research around um, it's like the ancestry.com around oh, like yeah. tracking where you're from and I was like holy shit yeah I know my whakapapa now so because I used to say ko Ngāti Pro oh sorry ko Ngāti Pākehā aho, which means like my tribe is of like Pākehā but I can now say and I know that I'm from Ngāti Pro so it's like this connection to the land and I think I was like oh my gosh it was just like a sigh of relief to be like ah I do belong here you know it felt so felt so natural and I was brought up with a with within the community like I was hardly ever home really <laughs> like just around every other um, family and their dynamics and brought up that way has really shaped um, yeah me as a person but also it's it's the way that um you know I feel like we're all meant to <laughs> really live and you know connect so it's that idea of you know it takes a village to mm. raise a child and I mm. experienced that in real time for the, not as a child but when I went traveling and I went into the San Blas Islands which is between Panama and Colombia and just being there in this village they were the most welcoming beautiful like inspiring people I've ever met and you would walk around the village and there'd be grandmothers holding three babies and kids dragging kids in tires and other kids holding babies and it just it really felt like that it was the first time that I saw what it meant to be raised by a village you know and I think that that like different perspectives and different love and different um, ideas on things and and having that diversity around um, different family dynamics and everything would be so amazing to see and experience as a as a child rather than just having you know like a sort of mum and a dad or a, or two mums or two dads you know just having that like um 
absolutely. I don't know if I'm really explaining it. <clears throat> holistic yeah. upbringing. Yeah, <laughs> and like, the, yeah, very contrasting yeah. views and beliefs and values. And mm. I've been exposed to, I was, I have really been exposed to so many different cultures and belief systems that it's 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 given me the the lens to create and shape what I believe and perceive because I'm like I've just been you know and I think that that's a it's a definitely a blessing and I think we can we can still evolve that into into our lives at the you know but yeah how we how we were raised and how we um yeah and so then if we were to round things back to finances and money and how potentially having um, grown up in that sort of an environment do you think that that shaped the way that you interact with your finances how you view wealth how you um, perceive that exchange of work versus money like I'd be really interested to hear your perspective on that yeah so I grew up very <clears throat> very humbly like my home was I, I don't know if it was a state home but it was like you know we get money from the government to help pay things so and I had six siblings so I had like a huge family it's like seven seven of you two oh sorry six six of us yeah and then my sister had a a child really young so he kind of like was grow he grew up with us as well so um yeah at least like two to three uh children in each room and it was just like that's all I knew so and I honestly like I felt like I was privilege and I definitely was because I had shoes on my feet and I had clothes on my back like people at school and children at school some of them didn't have that so I thought I was very lucky and it was interesting because we I guess our yeah the view on like people with money was kind of like oh there was almost like a there was an energy behind that to be like oh you know that they're not like us or you know so because and and so there was a fear around even wanting to show that I had anything better than anyone else so I kept myself quite small um but I also learned fast to want to I wanted to make money so I started taking on um doing like paper runs and stuff at like 11 years old and if I wanted to play any sport I had to pay for that myself so I learned quickly to save and to um yeah to work for what I wanted to do basically um and that definitely shaped my independence as as a very young um, woman, woman, but yeah, I think from there it's just been wanting to just. I, I want to now, and I think my my perspective and my beliefs have changed around money. Of being like, no, I am worthy, and it's because you know because I haven't come from money doesn't make me more worthy or less worthy. But it's like it's a driver to be like, I want to create a life so also my children have more than I did or you know do you think though and and I'm just curious like I think that that idea of growing up around people who have less than you and then you seeing yourself as in a privileged position I think that is like the most amazing perspective to have from a young age absolutely and it's like in the the stages like of development right that we really establish these beliefs and they stick with us and we have to get to know them and work with them and this is what I find fascinating around like learning about the mind and Mm. the subconscious and the conscious and and how we can we can restructure and rewire our beliefs but yeah it takes presence and and a lot of work and to and affirmations and stuff that like that make you come back to be like I'm worthy I'm worthy I'm worthy I'm worthy like the more we tell ourselves these things we literally do start to believe it so is that some of the work that you have done around money and mindsets yeah. yeah shit yeah yeah a lot especially around the last year and and since starting Afina like pouring 
probably like I don't know, $30,000 and to try and to, to start it and to get it off the ground and then not paying myself for a whole year. And it's like, you know, music expenses and all sorts. It's just money was, yeah, it was like a very big, big stress for me last year, especially the beginning of the year. And I was like, shit, I've got to, I've got to change. I've got to change the way that I'm viewing this because I need to believe that I'm worthy and, and the time and the energy that I'm in, <clears throat> investing into these areas that I love trusting which is the hardest thing and letting go and yeah trusting that it's going to come back tenfold or it's it's going to come back because it's and it's an exchange money's an exchange so is time and so is energy so and if you you don't take the risk yeah you kind of you don't get that reward so taking that risk of pouring that money into the business Mm -hmm. and you know wanting to make it succeed it also creates drive as well because you're like i have taken this risk Mm -hmm. i want it to pay off so i'm gonna you know, do absolutely everything in my power to make it a success. So there's also like that that element to it as well. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Do you think as well, like sort of sidestepping from Les Mills where you're probably getting more of a steady income, that transition was also difficult to then go from like, okay, I'm getting a paycheck, now I'm not. How did you deal with that? Yeah, so that was a huge journey around like figuring out what I'm worth as like an hourly rate to even, you know, my clients and and really valuing what I'm offering um, within my business. So, yeah, it was an interesting transition because money did go down and I needed to. It was like similar to what you're saying. It was a drive for me, which I think I thrive on. And it's the the, the inconsistency of it was like, oh, like I need to, I need to pour my you know time into this space to make sure I'm getting money, you know, to set me up for this amount of time. Or so, it's uh, it was very stressful, <laughs> um, but it's it, it always comes around, and it's like finding um, a bit more of a consistency within within the weeks and I'm still I'm still finding that out do you have any practices or things that you have put in place to try and ease that financial stress or keep a steady mindset or stay in a place of I'm trusting that this is going to work out you know like what do you implement to try and not freak out freak out and go into a place (laughs) of anxiety stress etc Yeah, the biggest thing for me is like coming back to here, like knowing and reminding myself and ourselves that we can only do one thing at a time, you know, and it's like if we are working towards things, if we have goals, if we know, if we know where we're going and we're making the effort to to work towards that, like you will be okay. And I think we just trip out, we, we spin ourselves out in our minds because we're like, oh, we're not there yet. And it's like, come back, come back. Like my, (laughs) my number one thing is just telling myself to come back, like come back to here. Like now is the only thing that you have control over. And that ties into presence, which is the biggest thing that I try and help people and guide people um, with practices of meditation and and breath and um, connecting to the body and, and through movement as well is like, just come back to here and then reassess and just keep moving. Like as long as you're moving, you will be okay. <laughs> I read a really good quote, actually. Oh my god, Vix! Oh yeah, Fuck, it's so funny. <laughs> the share. back of her, the back of her phone screen is like, "Dream and you will achieve." Like it's so funny. I love it. Every year, I start with like a quote for the year, or like a no, but this one just is what you were saying, and it's mm. so true. And it's like if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you're living in the present. Absolutely. And it's like so true. It's like well, the anxious part definitely. If you're like, oh my god, but what if this happens? And what if this happens? And what if this doesn't work out? And what it's like. Like you're saying, just bring yourself back to the now and like mm-hmm. be present and 
stop yeah, stop freaking out keep well, moving as much as we can <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly Abraham yeah. Hicks she's amazing um so yeah she says you you cannot think your way out of depression so or whether that's a it's a low state of a vibration like you want to lift your energy you have to get into that feeling you have to get into a better feeling state so do something that you love and that's been the biggest tool I've used which has been music for me I'm like I freaking love music mm. so if I'm in a state where I'm 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 stressed or I'm I'm feeling anxious or you know in a lower vibrational state I will just sing and automatically I'm like okay I'm cool now (laughs) it's funny you say that um I remember listening to the radio of all things um and they were like you know when you did they give an inspirational quote no (laughs) (laughs) um no but it was like when you it was talking about this and I was like when you are in like a really bad state you listen to bad music and it puts you into you know, worst state or like you, mm-hmm. you stay in that funk or in that spiral and it's like, or if you're going through a breakup, you listen to like really heartbreaking songs and you're like, oh my God, you know, and it's so it's just like <laughs> knowing when you are in that state and and trying to do, effectively do the opposite and like, gosh, when I was going through breakups and I was trying to practice that, it works so much. If you, or if you wake up having a bad day, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I've had, I'm, you know, you're starting a day, shit, and then you listen to shit music. Honestly, you know. yesterday I started like my Spotify turned to Sasha Sloan, who, by the way, I normally do really like. But one of her songs was like, what the fuck? And it was, it was, as in that was, I think, the name of the song. And I was like, sometimes I don't know the point of life. It was like real depressing. <laughs> and you're like, and I, I was already in like a really funky state. Mm-hmm. So I put on Kylie Minogue on a night like this. And I was instantly just like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, like instantly. Yes. And I do think you're right. I mm. think it's like. It's like Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Oh. Oh, the new one. I'm like, I can buy my <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like dancing around the house. Like, but it's true. You're right. Yeah. It it's doing yeah. things. And music, I think, is a huge one that changes totally. anyone's emotions yeah. a lot. But like yeah. exercise, movement, mm. touch with yourself. Like if yeah. you're feeling anxious, I sometimes like give myself a hug and just like remember that I'm here and not stuck in my brain. I know that yeah. sounds quite yeah. like no, weird, yeah. but honestly, no, like just yeah. being like feet are on the ground. I remember you told here. me like scream into a pillow. And I was like, oh, Sophie, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> did you ever do it? Did you? How did you I feel? I felt like, like an absolute idiot at the time, but it did actually work. Did yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And then I saw it on like Love Island they did or something. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've been to Love Island. Sorry, Not really sorry, what no, I was going for. No. But it- <laughs> Stress around personal finance is the number one contributor to mental health in New Zealand, which is why we've created this mindful mini-series with Brave Face. Their trio of herbal remedies help you tackle stress and worry head on, offering natural support for everything that life throws at you. Their range includes headrest night drops to help you fall and stay asleep, cool head stress support spray for rapid calm and focus, and live calm daily capsules for managing long-term stress. We've also created a resource to help you reduce stress when it comes to your finances, which you can find via the link in our Instagram bio or in the show notes for this podcast. Gosh, so many great things. Mm -hmm. Have you ever used um, mantras or words of affirmation specifically around money or mental health? Yeah, absolutely. And and thinking of like words um, as vibration and energy. And there's a study, there's so many studies is done uh, around like water. And there's like two glasses of water. And there's this there's this guy that looking at the glass of water, completely the same water. And they've they've taken a look under a microscope at the molecules of what they look like. And thinking, literally just pouring 
thoughts into this glass of water of like hatred of of fear of anger and then the other one of love of happiness of joy and then reassessing them under a microscope and they're completely different these ones with the hatred like they are all like weird and they these ones are like crystallized so it's like if you think about if that's a thing and scientists are telling us that then how we speak to ourselves and each other and every single word that we use is energy and vibration and that is pouring into you right now <laughs> maybe we blowing. should just like put some time aside in the day every day just to say nice things to each other and yes. you, you're amazing you're awesome you're yes. great I, I, yes. honestly I feel like that would be just valuable you yeah. know, I want to be the glass look of in water the mirror. oh yeah true yeah. I can yeah. do it in the <laughs> and we're what 70 something percent of water so if you think about that in our right so yeah yeah. Oh. Sophie's in the office. Money is flowing to me. <laughs> Money is flowing to me. <laughs> I'm going to just put stickers everywhere. Like your Spotify on. will just be your own voice. Our next podcast. Money is flowing. Money is flowing. You'll be able to afford rent next week. You'll be able to afford rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legit though. Oh, oh my God. You'll be able to afford your parking fines. You'll be able to afford your parking yeah, fines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I trust. I trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have oh. you ever struggled with uh internally with your mental health like is that something that you've because I, I find whenever I've talked to people about and I'm not saying that I think I'm a ray of sunshine however if I've to said that <laughs> I'm are. struggling with my mental health a lot of people seem to be surprised by it and I kind of don't understand why the, I mean there's just perception that I think if you have any kind of problems with your mental health that you're wandering around like Eeyore and it's like no people generally aren't doing that. I mean yes there's mm. people who are super depressed and can't get out of bed but also everyone has their own internal struggles and I'd just be interested to hear if um if in your life that's been something that you've struggled with and, and how you worked through it hugely yeah and I actually almost six years ago my brother he took his own life so I I went on a huge journey of like wanting to understand that and I think um definitely come full circle to be like oh yep I get it now and I didn't at the time it took me years and I was just still like pretty numb to it and and really was just running from facing a lot of my own stuff um so yeah it's been a it's been a huge challenge and I think when you see people or when you when you feel a lightness in someone like They've got to have the dark. There's always a contrast to everything, right? So it's like you can't have the light without the dark. You can't have the happy, ecstatic moments without, you know, without the opposite. Um, and I think it's 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 working with that and knowing that 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 doesn't define me. And in these moments, and I mean, I've been in places where I'm like, I don't even know. I can't. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. Um, but you get through that and it's it's trusting that everything is always constantly moving and and changing like energy um the word like the word emotion just to drop that in there but is literally means energy and motion and i think the more we can remind ourselves of things like i'm sorry but that was a real like like that was like a whole aha moment holistic moment emotion emotion yeah energy and motion oh my goodness yeah so it's wow. it's we get ourselves we spin ourselves into these places and 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 it's all in the mind the mind is just a trap it's like conditioned through our beliefs and everything that we've experienced and it's not us and when for me it was the moment of being like actually really feeling into oh this is not this is not me, you know, Mm. we are the ones, if we can hear, you know, in the mind, if we are listening to something, then 
that's not us. We're the ones listening. So it's about getting to know the mind and, and not letting the mind rule us and our lives. It's about taking back control. And it's hard because 95% of our mind is the subconscious and it's the, the conscious part, which is what we're trying to strengthen through. You can do that through, you know, presence and, and meditation and, and awareness. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a very interesting because we all we all struggle. We all have challenges with mental health because that's that's the human experience. But it's about it's about not letting them take control of the wheel of your life. It's about you know saying like you can stay there, <laughs> like fear, self doubt, like it's crippling and it's held me back from so much. And it's only literally been in the past three months where I'm just like, if it, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there. I'm gonna create my album I'm gonna I'm gonna sing I'm gonna do the things that scare the shit out of me because why because there's actually nothing to lose and I think you have to go through a dark place to to realize that I actually could not agree more and I I had this moment when I was um overseas by myself and I was absolutely beside myself like I was actually at the top of this hill (laughs) looking at a view in Lisbon by myself and I literally just started crying I had a real literal rock bottom moment because I was on this big rocky like castle thing and I just sat down and started crying which I can laugh about now but at the time felt so so heavy and I remember calling one of my best friends and, and I was just like I just feel crazy all the things that I'm thinking like it's so overwhelming and firstly, she was like, oh, UNESCO heritage sites make me cry every time. She was like, don't worry about it. But I think just like in that moment, having someone say to me, firstly, it's normal how you're feeling. And then secondly, to be like, you know, you're a very empathetic person who feels a lot for yourself and for other people. And unfortunately, the dark side of that is what you're feeling right now. And you wouldn't get those other beautiful parts of who you are without that darker side. And, and I think that's a really important reminder that if you are struggling, whether it's stresses from your finances that are like really holding you back, or it might be, you know, in your relationship, it could be with your friends, whatever your situation is, um, that you can change things, whether it be physically moving, whether it be words of affirmation, whether it be meditation, like there's things that you can do to slowly work yourself out of however you're feeling. It's not like a permanent state. Nothing's and permanent. That's yeah. that, that, that like emotion and like energy and motion is such a great reminder of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, constantly changing, like nothing is ever stagnant. And I think that's such a, it's such a beautiful reminder for us to be like, we're always moving, you know, and and not tied to our past. And every moment is like, you know, we are, we're creating what our future is going to be. What would you say is a money goal that you've got for yourself this year? I would love to, for our app to get like 10,000 subscribers and that would generate like a hundred thousand dollars. Um, awesome. Yeah. So that, that's a big goal. Uh, money wise, it's interesting with music. So I've just started recording my first album, but learning all about royalties. I've literally like come from the fitness industry, like just diving headfirst into the music industry being like, holy, I need to learn all this stuff. So uh, I'm still figuring out how that's going to work. But I mean, if I could in the next few years, by the time I'm 30, making like a million dollars would be, you know, oh, that's a goal. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So here Off for records. <laughs> Can we get a live performance? <laughs> <laughs> the song will be out in like, 
I'd say two to three weeks. Well, this probably will be actually out by the time your really? song's out. So mm. let's just give it a little plug if anyone's listening and wants to check out your music. What what do they need to search on Spotify or Apple? Yeah, cool. So you can find me on Kayla Gordine and that's where I'll be releasing all my latest music. So if they look at your Instagram, they can find your artist, like all of your music through there. Yep, yep. It'll be in, in the link um, for Spotify and Apple Music and everything. So. Oh, forget us when you're famous. <laughs> we'll be like, she was in our podcast. She was in our podcast studio. We interviewed her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's really exciting. It's I must so say, exciting. when I was um, having some, you know, deep, dark moments during COVID, I don't know who put me on, like, who told me about you. I think it might have been Charlotte Gordon, one of my school friends. And she was like, I think you're really like Kayla. I was like, oh, cool. And I started following you on Instagram. And I remember seeing you put up just little videos of you singing. And I was like, oh, my goodness, voice of an angel. Just Aww. like so beautiful. So yeah. soothing. Yeah. 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 Aww, yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Um, thank you. Gosh, and what amazing money goals. Just owning it, putting mm. it out into the universe. You have to, yeah. I'm going to earn a million dollars by the time I'm 30. If you think money about- is flowing to me. Money <laughs> is flowing to me. <laughs> you think about all the money that's in the world. It's like. Why we? Why are you? Why are you? Why? Why am but I also, not worthy? Also, having that goal and owning it. So many females feel like, oh, I don't want to sound greedy. I don't want to seem like I'm, you know, wanting something that's that's out of too out of reach. Or maybe I won't get it. You know, and you start and the tall down, poppy syndrome too. Because totally, if you say yeah. something, people are like, I think people are confident. I mean, sorry, confident in you and supportive to a point. And yeah. then as soon as you're successful, they're like, oh, they're actually bitches. Those yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you yeah. know, like there's a real mm. weird New Zealand mentality. Can I ask quickly, you know, mm. you pouring a lot of money into your business and into this app that you're creating and your music. Have you created, you know, like an emergency fund or have you done a sort of cash flow or what kind of like financial plan have you put in place to try and ease the whole like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> okay <laughs> which is really it's 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 interesting because I I need to but I have just like I've been just trying to I feel like I've been in a survival mode in the past two years and that but in that space has led me to where I am now and I'm I I know I I know that everything is like as soon as these these wheels of motion are starting to move now like things are going to be okay because I feel it. I feel it and I trust it in myself. And so it's like money is coming and I do, I've, you know, it's like there is income moving. It's just like we all always want it to be a little bit more. And yeah, so I've putting in, putting in place things in action, obviously, to, to make sure that things are covered and, and plans, um, which is what I'm doing now um, awesome. for every area. But I haven't done that in the past which is important. <laughs> Why do you yeah. think now is the time that you're like, okay, I know I need to budget or create a emergency fund or, you know, like obviously the business side of things, but from a personal perspective, what do you think it's come to from an, is it an age thing? Is it a, now you're thinking about the future? Like what, what do you think um, is kind of that turning point of, okay, I'm going to actually make an effort to have a plan and, you know, put time and effort into to planning so that the financial stuff isn't just like willy-nilly throwing it at the wind like what mm. what was like that moment where you're like okay it's point. time yeah yeah I think it's like the it's the shift of focus for me to to start my music career because I'm I'm when you're when you're pouring as you know with business and it's like 
pouring so much into a business is one thing when you have a financial income here which is I've always had that and I still have that but now I'm splitting my time not two ways into my business and and you know earning money or whether, whether I'm doing modeling or whatever it is coming in regularly I've now got another avenue which I'm spending majority of my time into creating music now so this is not, you know, I, I'm, I'm splitting my time into these areas. So I need to make sure that I'm looking after myself in, in every, every way, but also making my music as a, setting that up as a business and, and how can I make money from that and how can I be more, um, yeah, like having a business hat on and knowing every area that's moving in and getting, you know, having a, having an accountant, having a lawyer and having the things that I need to be, to be successful and to make sure that I've got my back covered and just doing things properly. Yeah. Do you think that if you'd done it earlier, it would have made things easier now? Or do you think that it's okay that you're just sort of starting to be like, okay, I think it's okay because I've needed to learn the lessons personally like if I had everything set up even like a year ago I would not have experienced what I have in the last year and holy shit I've learned so much in every aspect from from the struggle from the challenges and from we we need I feel like and fully believe we need to hit these places in our lives and the rock bottoms to to make the changes that we need and it's trusting that. And so what would you say would be like the key learnings from the last year? Because it sounds like you've had a big year of like getting yourself to where you are now, which seems to be like a really great place, which is amazing. But mm. in those times of struggle, what would you say have been the sort of glowing, okay, this has been a really big learning for me? Yeah, gosh, there's a lot. I think having a consistent income, that is really important because it was through the inconsistencies where everything in my life started to get a bit rocky. And that's when you, you know, you're, you're, that's when the mental health can, that's when everything starts to get rocky. If one thing, and it's the pillars of health and in a holistic sense as well, if one's broken, then it's like, oh, you know, so finding that consistency, having that foundation and knowing that that's your safety net. And I think as a single woman knowing that I don't need anything or anyone like that is my that's my safety and that's my you know like that's if, if I've got that then it's like everything's fine <laughs> I learned that as well freelancing <laughs> yeah. the whole inconsistency yeah. it's like you know some people really struggle from a mental health perspective when they're freelancing because that like inflow of and then huge amount and then nothing and then you know and that like sort of imbalance I think I, I know a lot of people have struggled and come to the same conclusion I think that's a really good one it's actually self-love to have a consistent income and Absolutely. you know if your dream is to be singing but you and you want to do that but mm -hmm. for your mental health you need consistency nanny on the side you know there's yeah. no shame and like making sure you've got, you've mm -hmm. got your base covered you're looking after yourself you've got those essentials I think that's a really good one no, it's just a good reminder, like, you know, when you are in that space of like, oh my gosh, what what is happening with the world? What is happening in my life? And then to be like, you know what, hopefully I'm going to look back on this and it's going to be a turning point or a really positive, be, be the start of a positive experience. I don't mm. know. That's what, whenever I'm like mm. at my wits end crying or whatever, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to look back on this and be like... When your business partner's driving you mental. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's only up from here. It's only up from here. This is rock bottom. This is no good. Yeah. 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 What do you think that you, you know, and what you're learning now, because I know that you've 
made a real effort recently all of a sudden you're like okay finances important need to kind of and also investing and I think you've you know you started following the curve and I remember it's really just cool seeing where people are like yep okay I'm, I'm interested in this now because it definitely takes uh, like you have to get to a point where you're open to receive that information and mm. a lot of people just aren't yeah and I'd be curious to know like in what you're learning how do you hope one day if it is that you do want children that you you know, can educate them around this earlier or give them a, a, you know, a different experience to what you had with money. I'm just interested in how to, you, you plan on passing what you're learning down to the next generation. Mm, yeah, good question. Having and reflecting on my upbringing of having a job early and learning, you know, learning if I want to do anything, I've got to pay for it. Like if I want to play sport, I've got to, you know, finance that and save and, work towards that because nothing's free and I think I will definitely raise my children the same maybe you know pay for their sports and stuff things they want to do but it's like earning your own money and and really feeling into the value of exchange of time and energy for that because it is it's just you know that's it's our currency time energy money and it's like yeah, that's the only way we can really learn the value of money, I believe, is through that experience of exchanging your life, you know, and I think a lot of um, my beliefs around money are just, they've been crippling and it's like, I'm only, we've only just, knowing our worth and knowing that we're only here for a short amount of time, it's like, so how much, how much time and energy do you want to pour into things and, and what do you want to get from that? What's the exchange? And, and the work that we do, how that takes away or maybe shifts, not takes away, the work that we choose to do is time that we're spending away from things that we love as well. But if we can make them both what we love, then that's a win. <laughs> so that's something that I would definitely, yeah, want to share and pass down is like make sure that you absolutely love what you're doing and then value yourself. Mm. Oh, inspiring. <laughs> Well, sorry, did you have something to say? I feel like I've just got nothing to say because that was just so <laughs> Yeah, I no, said. that was a really great roundup. And mm. I'm just going to butcher it by saying my actual first job was a paper round as well. <laughs> I love that. And here we are. Look, I must say, both of you probably doing better financially than me. And you both did paper round about mm. 11. So yeah. maybe what I need to teach my child is do the paper round when you're 11. <laughs> I remember my fingers used to get really yes. black. It was yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Can't relate, but wish I could. <laughs> hey, who's to say you could go do a paper yeah, run now? True. Just wander around Greyland and Ponce the paper girl. I mean, it's, it's a great way to exercise. Yeah. Socialize, exercise. Yeah. Oh, Kayla, thank you so much yeah. for spending your, probably you. one of your creative days with us. Um, yeah, we really appreciate your insight and experience and just sharing your knowledge. And also I'm definitely going to um, try and create some kind of like mantra cards for people to try and change their mindset. Because I loved what you said about the neuroplasticity with our brains and being able to change how you... Sorry, mm. that was the technical... Who's using big words now? Sorry. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you seem very wise. You just seem like you've, you've got meditation, it. meditation, babe. Sorted out, you know, <laughs> like, and very switched on and very just holistic, you know, but just yeah I'm, I'm kind of like an awe oh yeah. please I'm, I'm like, not wow. with you both are you gonna cry watching what you honestly but I just want to say like watching what you're doing is an incredible inspiration like what in seeing and seeing you talk from your heart from a place of confidence a place of passion and it's just you are just showing up exactly how you are and you're helping so many people and you've already helped me a lot and thank you for having me it's yeah 
It's a Gosh, pleasure to be here. Hopefully we can talk to you again soon because that was just amazing. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you for having me. This Mindful mini-series is sponsored by Braveface, who help people empower themselves by giving them the tools they need to overcome limiting emotions. They have three natural herbal products to relieve stress from all angles. Live Calm Daily Capsules for supporting long-term calm, Cool Head Stress Support Spray for rapid calm and focus in moments of overwhelm, and Headrest Night Drops for falling asleep and staying asleep. You can also get 10% off all Brave Face products at braveface.com by using our code THECURVE10.